Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of the Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and I am your leader in this stupid little journey. And I know it's been a whole fucking month. Um, <clears throat> this is the only podcast, as far as I know, that uh, is reading the Bible from cover to cover. So we're getting all the juicy bits and all the bad shit and all the contradictions with all the good stuff, too. Um, yeah, it's been a month, and I need to address that, because some of you might have thought that I skedaddled in shit. I assumed, you know. Uh, and I didn't, <laughs> clearly. Uh, I'm, I'm still around, I'm still doing this thing, I still want to do this thing. Um, and it, it still means a lot, it just, honestly, it's just trying to find the time to make it, make it happen, because... While it doesn't take a whole lot of time to do, it does take a chunk out of my time to do it. And trying to find said time to do it is, is of course, tough. But that's the podcaster's plight of uh, trying to find a time to do it. Because I don't do this full time. Because if I did, you'd be hearing from me every fucking day. You'd be like, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Because I don't. Um, anyway, so let's see. So what happened to me? Um, during uh, July, pretty much... Uh, let's see. So during July, uh, my brother came back into town, which is always a good time. Um, he sounds, or I sound an awful like him. He sounds an awful lot like me. Um, something along those lines. And he was here for a week, so that took up a chunk of my time. As well as I was trying to get a book wrapped up that, uh, is currently in its final stages, going through second edits right now. It is a, uh, sequel, um, to certain things. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, I sadly cannot talk about it necessarily, but not until it comes out. But if you look through my Audible stuff, you can kind of take a look and be like, ooh, what's the next sort of kind of sequely thing that can be checked out? And because those things take up a gigantic amount of my time and stress and, and so on, uh, it, it just killed most of my time. Um, as well as I'll be... Uh, being a lead in a show here pretty soon, um, in the, in the Boise area, uh, so you guys can fucking find me, if you really fucking wanted to, um, from, uh, the Opal Theater Company, so I'll be coming out with that, uh, here in a bit, and so, I, like, honestly, it was just a bunch of shit that just, just kaforked itself right on me, um, I, speaking of religious news, I once again felt like jumping on and trying to do, like, a, if, for those of you who don't, who want to follow um, myths and legends and things like that, to do a thing like at the end of the podcast every episode to have it, uh, have a saint or something like that at the end. And I got to thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, it sounds super cool, but I, none of these folks are going to have any sort of context until probably the New Testament, pretty much. Um, mostly because a lot of the saints are, were apostles and random other people throughout history. I mean, that's kind of its own deal, I guess, but I didn't want to, like, go too far forward to go too far back. You know what I'm saying? And I know, like, there's a fuck ton of them, but, like, I, you know, I, I don't know. It just didn't feel quite right until we hit the New Testament, um... But what got me thinking about that is because I lost my holy medal of St. Jude, and uh, I had to hop back and, and grab him at this uh, uh, religious store here in Boise, and it was kind of a uh, thing for me because you know, it's 
there's a lot of Jesus in that books in that store. Um, <laughs> I got it. I got Jude back, but uh, I got a very cheap version of him back, and so it's it wasn't nearly as great as as the one I had, the one I've been holding on to for several years. Um, which kind of makes me kind of sad because. You know, he looked fucking great, and doesn't quite look as good anymore. Um, so that's about... Oh, uh, and the final bit of news. Um, here pretty soon I'll be uh, figuring out how to submit a film, my film, Twelfth Night, uh, that I did with uh, Taylor Bickle of the uh, Hitchcock University podcast. Uh, go check that out. It's good shit. Um, that film that we've been... Well, working on it and has been finished for a good chunk of time. It's just mostly we've been sitting on it going like, what the fuck do we do with it? And uh, I finally got off my ass to do it and looks like uh, all I just need to submit it to some film festivals. That's kind of the next uh, thing. So it's going to take a hot second because, well, I I think I have to get accepted first. Um, But it looks like these festivals are like, yeah, send the movie, fuck it. Um, But it sounds like a place like Sundance is going to be very hard to get into. Um, Sun Valley, um, looks like it just opened up and that's just around my area. Um, so I have a little bit more higher hopes to get into that one as opposed to Sundance. If I got into Sundance, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably explode just to go like, holy fuck, it went somewhere. And then I'd probably be right back to where the fuck I was (laughs) because I have to figure out a way to develop it and send it off and, and actually make it marketable, I guess, um, to somebody somewhere somehow. Uh, so that it can be bought on, like, iTunes and, and things. Um, which just means I have to do a little bit more work on, on the media side. But that doesn't really matter anything for for this particular podcast, which you guys are probably thumbing through going like, when are we going to get to the bible stuff? And Well, uh, excuses aside, now we're back. Um, so that's probably what it, my my next future is going to be looking for. Forward, toward, I don't know, what the fuck? Uh, it's like I forgot how to podcast. Um... Yeah, that's where we're we're at. Uh, I've got a busy fucking schedule. But you guys have been listening for the past month, it seems, or at least uh, the last 50 of you uh, <laughs> who have been listening, which is nice. Um, Trevor Noah no, uh, mentioned uh, our, not us necessarily, but a recent uh, Bible thing that we just did about a King David who uh, <laughs> murdered a guy to sleep with his wife. And if you remember back to, like, I think it's chapter 11, which is only three or four episodes ago, you can re-listen to that. And so I put it out on the Twitter sphere, which leads me to our usual business shit. If you want to contact us, feel free. The last email I got was from a, a scam, a basically Nigerian prince, but this one was a, a Korean dead guy uh, who wanted me to help find his relative, who I could fuck, um, for millions of dollars. And, uh, well, that was interesting. So if you have any emails that are more interesting and more... Uh, poignant to the Bibble, uh, please feel free to send us an email at accordingtostupid at gmail.com, and you can find us on the Twitter at uh, accord to stupid. Um, and of course, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts is the best place to do it. Please, oh please, oh please. Uh, five stars if you can. That'd be great. Um, okay, so now we're back on kind of track. So, you guys have been listening for the past month, and so for the past month, let's see how the numbers have been looking. Uh, so we do the top 10 countries that have been listening, and you guys, uh, are all over the place, which is fan-fucking-tastic. At number 10, we have South Africa, we have, uh, the Netherlands at number 9, the Republic of Korea at 8, uh, number 7 is Germany, at 6 we have Canada, 
At number five, we have India. Four, Switzerland. Number three, Ireland. Number two, we have United Kingdom and the United States, numero uno, as it always has been, but not always in this podcast. Um, and now for the top ten cities, and sadly, they're all uh, American cities. Sorry, guys. Um, we have Boise, Idaho at number ten. Thanks, guys. Ida, Michigan, Missouri, something. <laughs> uh, number nine. Uh, Waynesville, North Carolina at number eight. Uh, Plano, Texas, number nine. Plano, Plano, hmm. Plano, uh, number seven. Uh, Roswell, Georgia at number six. Hopefully, uh, the Area Fifty One doesn't does its thing or doesn't do its thing. I hope. <laughs> number five, we have Fairchild, California. At number four, we have Gallatin, Tennessee. At number three, we have Eagle, Idaho. Right over there. Fantastic. Thank you for listening. At number two, we have Ashburn, Virginia. At numero uno, we have Hendersonville, Tennessee. Ah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Hendersonville, I think you guys are the first time uh, being numero uno, so thanks for listening. Uh, Appreciate it. Okay. So, all that business aside, let's see where we're at. And I've been using KingJamesBibleOnline.org as well as BibleHub.com. Uh, to keep myself kind of a-okay. Um, from last I recall, it's just been one big, like, conspiracy in the background, as well as David's kind of running amok over here, but he's kill- killing a bunch of people who are fucking off with him and stuff like that. So- uh, uh, Solomon has been has been born recently, which he's going to take over here in a bit, I'm, I'm assured. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, it's, it seems like a lot of up and coming betrayals and terrible things. So we'll see how it's going to go. Cause yeah. Uh, so chapter 17, everybody ready? Um, fantastic. Uh, moreover, uh, Ahitamel said unto Absalom, let me now choose out of 12,000 men and I will arise and pursue after David this night. Ooh, cool. And I will come upon him while he is weary and weak-handed, and will make him afraid. And all the people that are with him shall flee, and I shall smite the king only. As I said, these folks want to kill motherfucker. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And I don't think it's going to go well. And I will bring back all the people unto thee. The man whom thou seekest is as if all return, so all the people shall be in peace. And the saying pleased Absalom well and all the elders of Israel. No, that's not good, because now David's off on his own, and people are convincing his basic counsel to, you know, fuck him over. Which is not good. Then said Absalom, Call now Hushai, the archite, also, and let us hear likewise what he saith. And when Hushai was come to Absalom, Absalom spoke unto him, saying, Ahithophel, Ahithophel, hath spoken after this manner. Shall we do after his saying? If not, speak thou. Uh, And Hushai said unto Absalom, The counsel of Ahithophel uh, hath hath given is not good at this time. Oh, good, Hushai, you're stopping this this shit. Uh, For, said Hushai, Thou knowest thy father and his men, that they be mighty men, and they be uh, chafed in their minds, as a bear robed of... As a bear robbed, oh, as a bear robbed for whelps in the field, and thy father is a man of war and will not lodge with the people. It makes sense, cause David's killed some motherfuckers. Behold, he is hid now in some pit or in some other place, and it will come to pass when some of them are be overthrown at the first. That whosoever heareth it will say, There is a slaughter among the people that follow Absalom. Hmm. 
making it sound like, oh, if you go against David, he is going to kill all of you. And that's not going to be good. And he also, uh, and he also that is valiant, whose heart is as the heart of a lion, shall utterly melt. For all Israel knoweth that thy father is a mighty man, and they which be with him are valiant men. Again, proving a point that being like, hey, he doesn't just choose weak motherfuckers to follow him. He's got dudes that will kill you just as bad as he will kill you. You know. Uh, Therefore I counsel that all Israel be generally gathered unto thee, from Dan even to Beersheba, as the sand that is by the sea for multitude, that thou go to battle in thine own person. Okay, Hushai, it seems like you're making a point to be like, hey, you got to go yourself, but you also have to bring everybody. So shall we come upon him in some place where he shall be found, and we will light upon him as the dew falleth on the ground, and of him and of all the men that are with him, there shall not be left so much as one. So if you're going to kill him, kill all of them. Moreover, if he be gotten into a city, then shall all Israel bring ropes to that city, that we draw it into the river, until there be not one small stone found there. I guess drain the river. Which makes sense, I suppose. Because um, if you're, I mean, if he's going to be in a city that's hopefully nearby some sort of river, you're going to starve him out. And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the Archite is better than the counsel of uh, Ephitophel. For the Lord had appointed to defeat the good counsel of Ephitophel, to the intent of the Lord might bring evil upon Absalom. I'm pretty sure the Lord's going to bring some evil on Absalom, but as I recall, God liked to hop sides. Then said Hushai unto Zadok and to Abiathar the priests, Thus and thus did uh, Ahithophel, Counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and thus have I counseled. Uh, Now therefore send quickly, and tell David, saying, Lodge not this night in the plains of the wilderness, but speedily pass over, lest the king be swallowed up and all the people that are with him. Okay. Uh... Hold on. Oh, so he's sending the priests to go like, hey, uh, you know, fucking warn him. Now, Jonathan and Ahimaaz stayed by Enrogel. Cool. For they might not be seen to come into the city. And a wench went and told them, and they went and told King David. Nevertheless, a lad saw them and told Absalom, but they went both of them away quickly and came to a man's house in Bahirim, and had a well in his court, whither they went down. All right, neat, I guess. Um, anyway, and the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth, and spread to the ground corn thereon, and the thing was not known. Okay. Neat. And when Absalom's servants came to the woman to the house, they said, Where is Ahimaaz and Jonathan? And the woman said unto them, They be gone over to the brook of water, and then they had sought and could not find them. Uh, they returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, after they were departed, and they came up out of the well, and went and told King David, and said unto David, Arise, and pass quickly over the water, for thus hath Ahimaaz counseled against you. Well, that's not good. Um, 
Sorry, I lost my place. Then David arose and all the people that were with him, and they passed over Jordan by the morning light, where lacked not a one of them that had not gone over Jordan. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his ass, yeah, he did, and arose and got him home uh, to his house, to his city, and put his household in order and hanged himself. <laughs> Holy fuck. And died and was buried in a sepulchre of his father. So he's like, ah, they fucking motherfucker. Okay, so David didn't have to do shit. Uh, then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom passed over Jordan, and he and all the men of Israel with him. And Absalom made Amasa's, uh, made Amasa captain of the host instead of Joab, uh, which Amasa was a man's son. Uh, cool. Thank you for explaining shit. Whose name was Ithra, an Israelite. Uh, okay. That went into Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister of Zeruiah, Joab's mother. Neat. Who gives a fuck? So Israel and Absalom pitched in the land of Gilead. Fun. And it came to pass when David was come to Manahem, Manahem, uh, that Shobi, the son of Nahash, of Rabbah, and the children of Ammon, and Makir, the son of Amil, the Lodbar, uh, Bazil, the Gileadi, blah, blah, Roger, Lim, Cool, they all brought beds and basins and earthen vessels and wheat and barley and flour and parched corn and beans and lentils and parched pulse and orangutans and sloths and all this fucking shit. And honey and butter and sheep and cheese of kind. What the fuck is cheese got? For David and for the people that were with him to eat. And they said, the people is hungry. And the people are hungry, motherfucker. The people is hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. So some dude's coming around to just help him out. Well, that's fucking awesome. Anyway. Okay, so David's getting help. He's still got people trying to murder his ass, but it's not going to be that bad. Okay, so 18. And David numbered the people that were with him, and sent captains of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. And David sent forth a third, uh, a third part of the people under the hand of Joab, and a third part under the hand of Abishai, uh, the son of Zeruiah, and Joab's brother, and the third part under the hand of Ittai, the Gittite. And the king said unto the people, I will surely go forth with you myself also. Oh, good. Uh, but the people answered, Thou shalt not go forth, for if we flee away, they will not care for us. Neither if half of us die uh, will they care for us. But now thou art worth ten thousand of us. Therefore now it is better that thou succor us out of the city. Okay. Well, okay, fair enough. I mean, I don't want you people to die, so come with me, I guess. And the king said unto them, What seemeth you best I will do? And the king stood by the gate side, and all the people came out by hundreds and by thousands. And the king commanded Joab and Abishai and Atai, saying, Deal gently for my sake and the young men, even with Absalom. And all the people heard, and the king gave all the captains charge concerning Absalom. Fun. Uh, so the people went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was in the wood of Ephraim. Eh, fun. When the people of Israel were slain before the servants of David, and there were a great slaughter that day of twenty thousand men. Good Lord. A bunch of people died. For the battle uh, was there scattered over the face of all the country, and the wood devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. Oh, so maybe they lit the tree on fire, or animals just ate the shit out of people way back when, or just trees decided to murder people. Uh, and Absalom met the servants of David, and Absalom rode upon a mule, and the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak, and his head caught a hold of the oak, and he was taken up between the heaven and the earth, 
and the mule was under him, went away. So he hit a tree, bam, right to his face. And a certain man saw it and told Joab and said, Behold, I saw Absalom hanged in an oak. Well, <laughs> you know. And Joab said unto the man that told him, And behold, thou sawest him, and why didst thou not smite him there to the ground? And I would have given ten thee ten shekels uh, of silver and a girdle. Fun, fun. And the man said unto Joab, Though I should <coughs> receive a thousand shekels of silver in mine hand, yet would I not put forth mine hand against a king's son? For in our hearing the king charged thee, and Abishai and Ittai, saying, Beware that none touch the young man Absalom. Otherwise I should have wrought falsehood against mine own life, for there is no matter hid from the king, and thou thyself wouldst have set thyself against me. Then said Joab, I may not tarry thus with thee. And he took three darts in his hand and thrust them through the heart of Absalom. Holy shit. Uh, while he was yet alive and amidst the oak. Just psh. And ten young men that bared Joab's armor compassed about and smote Absalom and slew him on top of the darts. And Joab blew the trumpet, and the people returned from pursuing after Israel, for Joab held back the people. And they took Absalom and cast him into a great pit in the wood, and laid a very great heap of stones upon him, and all Israel fled, every one to his tent. Well, yeah, they super-murdered his son. If I'm right about that, because Absalom is David's kid, right? Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and reared up for himself a pillar, which in the king's dale which is in the king's dale. For he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. And he called the pillar after his own name. And it is called unto this day Absalom's place. Nido, it's probably gone now. Then said Ahimaz, the son of Zadok, uh, Let me now run and bear the king's tidings, now that the Lord hath avenged him of my enemies. Cool. And Joab said unto him, Thou shalt not bear tidings this day, but thou shalt bear tidings another day. But this day thou shalt bear no tidings, because the king's son is dead. Then said Joab to Cushi, Cushi, Kashi, Cushi, um, Go tell the king what thou hast seen. And Cushi bowed himself unto Joab and ran. And said Ahimaaz to the son of Zadok yet again to Joab, But whosoever, howsoever, let me, I pray thee, also run after Cushi. And Joab said, Wherefore wilt thou run, my son, seeing that thou hast no tidings to... Ugh, this is just one big circle of like, yeah, I should go tell him, so do not tell him stuff today. Well, maybe I should go tell him. What are you going to tell him? Fuck off. Just... <laughs> I'm getting road rage, Bible rage. Uh, but whosoever said he let me run, and he said unto him, Run. Then Ahimaaz ran by the way of the plain and overran Cushi. And David sat between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof over the gate unto the wall and lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, a man running alone. And the watchman cried and told the king, and the king said, If he be alone, there is tidings in his mouth. And he came apace and drew near. And the watchman saw another man running, and the watchman called unto the porter and said, Behold, another man running alone. And the king said, He also bringeth tidings. Tidings. All right, so we got these two dudes running, trying to catch up with each other because there's really no tidings. And the watchman said, Me thinketh the running of the foremost is like the running of Ahima, the son of Zadok. And the king said, He is a good man and cometh with good tidings. Probably, because there really was, I have things to tell him. Just, your son's dead. And Ahima called and said unto the king, All is well. And he fell down upon the earth with his face before the king and said, Blessed be the Lord thy God, which hath delivered up the men that lifted up their hand against the Lord the king, my Lord the king. And the king said, Is the young man Absalom safe? Oh, so he doesn't know. 
And Ahimaaz answered, And Joab sent the king's servant, and me thy servant. I saw a great tumult, but I knew not what it was. And the king said unto him, Turn aside and stand here. And he turned aside and stood still. He's like, I can't hear you through the fucking floor. And behold, Cushi came, and Cushi said, Tidings, my lord the king, and the lord hath avenged thee this day, and all of them that rose up against thee. And the king said unto Cushi, Is the young man Absalom safe? God damn it, I'm trying to fucking find out about my motherfucking son, and no one's giving me any fucking answers. And Cushi answered, The enemies of my lord the king, and all that rise against thee do thee hurt. Be as that young man is. Um, so alive, I, I hope, right? He's My son's alive? That'd be fucking great. Except for all my enemies who I need to kill. But are you telling me my son is dead through this back-ass-word sort of way of doing it? As opposed to being like, <laughs> uh, Sorry, kid's dead. You know? Instead of this poetic sort of way of this king getting pissed and pissed and more pissed. And the king was much moved, and he went to the chamber over the gate and wept, and he went. And, uh, thus he said, O oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, would God I had died for thee, O oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Well, he was trying to kill you, and, well, you know, that's just kind of how it went down. There is a kind of cool-looking picture for that particular um, chapter in that book, if you happen to look it up, uh, Absalom's death. It looks like one of those uh, wood-carving sort of deals. It's kind of cool. I dig it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. This is where we're going to end today. Uh, next week we'll be getting into the uh, chapter 19 and 20 of uh, of Second, uh, Second Sam, <laughs> Second Samuels. Uh, and then I think only only go to 24, so it's only like three episodes and then a review, and then bam, we're into the next one. Uh, which, the next book is going to be Kings. We have Kings and Chronicles, and then we start getting into names again. Um, a bunch of names. But uh, from what I hear, most of these name dudes are like a one-off one, one -off sort of a deal. Um, so we'll see where they go. Uh, and then, after all those names, man, we're in the New Testament. So... Thank you for listening. Uh, of course, if you uh, want to send me an email, feel free to at according to stupid at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at accord to stupid. It's all in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and you've been gospel to by the stupid. Mm -hmm.